0: So there's this spiritual gift. It's called the distinguishing or the discerning of spirits. There's four types of spirits in the Bible. There's man, we're a spirit. There's God, he's the spirit. You've got angels and you've got demons. And it says that there's a spiritual gift that helps you discern and tell the difference between all these different types of spirit. And I, I believe it's a really important gift it's the unveiling of the supernatural world. There's so much going on. We need this gift. It's really it's really important for the church. And about 10 years ago, I remember I was in this homeless shelter. We used to take it in turns um, going in this room with 40 guys who were asleep. They'd be high, they'd be on drugs, they'd be on crack, they'd be on like alcohol, everything you can imagine. The room, the lights were turned out. They were trying to get sleep. We'd have a flashlight and if we felt they were trying to look like put a needle in their arm or maybe try and stab someone or steal off someone else, we'd flash this flashlight on them so we could see what's going on. I remember sitting down. My eyes were adjusting to the room. It's like one in the morning or something. And I just see these, these black shadowy men crawling out of the men who were asleep on the floor. These black spirits get up. They stand. They look around the room. And then look at another homeless man on the floor. And then they just get into his body. And I'm like, man, what am I seeing right here? And I just give it a few minutes, then I see it again. This black shadowy spirit stands up like a slender man, just stands up out of this homeless man, and then gets into another homeless man. I'm like, man, I need a coffee or something. So I'd come out of the room and I said to one of the other staff, I was like, look, can I just swap you for five seconds? I just just need a coffee. I think I'm like seeing staff falling asleep. And they all laughed. I swapped. Minutes later, the other member of staff comes out and is just like, man, I hate this place. And then um, the boss, my boss goes, oh, I don't like this place. Every time we come here, we see weird things. And this other member of staff who had come out and said, well, I've just been in there and I've just seen this black shadowy spirit standing up, getting out of one guy and walking in and then jumping into the next guy. And I said, no way, that's why I've come out for a coffee. I was seeing that as well. And there was something about that place, something about that night, something in the spirit was open where we could see what the enemy was doing these guys these homeless guys had obviously opened themselves up to a lot of demonic stuff through drug use through alcohol use through abuse through harm through crime a lot of them were wanted for really serious things they'd done serious sins and I just want to say like this is real there was three of us on that night shift all independently had seen things in that place and it was like, an, uh, like something in the atmosphere had shifted. We could see into the demonic. And I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm saying this to empower you and to say, look, this is a real spiritual gift. The gift of discerning between spirits. You know, and there's, there's even times, I've, I've told you in previous podcasts about times I've seen angels and um, known angels are nearby. But my best spirit to discern is the spirit of God. I love it when you know Jesus is in the room. The Bible tells us that God is three in one. He's all-powerful, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It says He was there in the beginning. Before anything, they were just there. And it says that God, as a Spirit, meaning God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, the three in one, they are omnipresent, meaning they're at all places, at all times, in all time. Isn't that mad? It says in Genesis that the, the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. God is in that moment of time just like he's in this moment of time because he's outside of time and space. God is the all-powerful spirit and when he wants to make himself known in the room as believers that's really exciting when we can discern God is in the room, this is God and often you know when the Holy Spirit breaks out in a room, he is a spirit, it does arrest us a bit, it makes it like it's a bit freaky, it's a bit spooky And sometimes there is times when people operate in the flesh. Maybe they want attention. Maybe they're just trying to manifest something or trying to push something or force something. Or maybe even they give you a word that they say is prophetic and you might need to discern in the spirit, is this just them making an observation that they wish would be nice? Or maybe they're just saying something they're just disguising it using spiritual Christian ease, and you think, wait, that is the flesh. But there are times when we need to know What is the spirit of God? What is the spirit of man? What is angelic? And what is demonic? And I I recorded a podcast months ago uh, with my friend, Pastor Callum Payton, and he he told me a really interesting thing about the five senses and how in the spirit we can even use those senses. And he talks about how um, he knew when demons were operating. So I'm going to play this little snippet of our interview um, because I think it's really cool.
1: I found, especially, I think, because of my upbringing because of the level of warfare that I was in, hmm. I, I developed a gift of discernment wow. from a young age, and discernment of discernment of spirits and that kind of stuff. So, so for me, a lot of my experiences have been around um, that kind of demonic realm.
0: Wow. Yeah. Go and
1: on. Why would? Yeah. So what? One of the things I learned quite early on, and this sounds really weird, but um. But my my right leg, um, would kind of feel hollow. Wow. Um, I would begin to feel hollow and feel numb and I would get a, a boost of adrenaline. And whenever that happened, in fact, even to today, right now it still happens, whenever it happens a hundred percent of the time, a demonic manifestations about
0: to take place in the next few minutes. So your leg is um, like a radar for the for the evil spirits yeah. in the atmosphere sort of thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Folks, folks listening like uh, there's a there's an old heresy called dualism where it's like our spirit is separate from our body. Mm-hmm. But actually that's not true. Our um, our spirits and our bodies are together, you know, in the end when we're with Jesus, we're going to have a body and a spirit. And, and often, I really think that God uses our bodies to speak to us, to talk to us. And when we learn some of these signs, it allows us to maybe move into some of these experiences and to expect what God's doing. It, it leads us in that way. So, but one of one of the first times I experienced that when I was 16 years old, and I was just going away to play badminton with my my <laughs> friends from school, unchurch, just normal. Yeah. We were, in Scotland, we were, we were called Neds, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> everyone just all the young people just play Call of Duty now, but it used to be you used to walk around in bear jackets and climbing gear. Yeah. So, we, so yeah, I went down to meet them at the bus stop. Um, and we were just getting on the bus together. Before I got to the bus stop, I just felt my leg go hollow and an immediate sense of danger. I started speaking in tongues, just praying in tongues. Um, and as I get to the bus stop, there's a guy who's standing there, he turns around, and he just screams in this kind of really rough, demonic kind of voice, wow. You're a born-again Christian. <laughs> and he shouts, he shouts it really loudly. It's just me and him at this bus stop. That
0: must have been right pretty scary. Throat. Age 16, that must have really been scary.
1: Yeah, I I, yeah, I, I knew, I, I knew God was with me. I knew yeah. that there would be yeah. like a... like he, He'd warned me. I knew what I was dealing with. He was right in my face though. And uh, he started speaking in a, in a, it was like a tongue, some kind of weird tongue. And it was odd, all kind of odd stuff. And I'm sitting there praying in tongues. This guy's a lot older, bigger than me. And um, and I I feel, so I'm praying in tongues just as this interaction is going. It feels like a few minutes. It's just probably about 30 seconds. And um, I felt the Lord give me a word of knowledge that spoke right into a very sensitive situation. Um, I, said, I said to him, you should not have committed this sin, and I can't even name the sin because it's just not its not appropriate to name. Oh, I would man. never recommend anyone do this. <laughs> but, I, but it was almost like in an instant, the Holy Spirit just gave me a, something, I spoke out. As soon as I said it, mm. he, he fell back on the ground, started writhing around, and he was screaming out, you know, like just screaming. It was wow. like he was in pain or something like that. Um, but it wasn't him. It was like, it was whatever the demonic was the spirit demon. was. Yeah. Was screaming. As, as, as this happens, the bus comes up, and my friends are like, their faces are against the window, just staring. You know, you can see their breath on the window, and they're looking out and they're trying to. They're like, what is going on here? And so, like, I, get, I basically just step over the guy, get on the bus, um, sit down with the guys, and like, what was that all about? And I'm like, I, I don't really have a category to be able to kind of. We're we're operating in a different paradigm here, so yeah, I didn't really have a way to kind of explain to them. They they still those those friends they still remember that to this day because it was that odd. Yes, they still yes. remember that experience. So so a few days go by, and um, I'm thinking that's a weird experience. I had prayed about it, all kind of stuff. Felt okay. Um wow. I grabbed the local newspaper. There's one line around on a table. And I open up, it's like page seven or something like that. Open up, and there's a story with this guy's face on it. Oh wow! And it was to do with the sit. It was to do with a crime he'd committed, which was exactly the word of knowledge I had spoken oh, wow. Wow. Um, over that. So, so I think I think just sometimes these are. I mean, that again, this that kind of doesn't happen every day to me.
0: No, uh, I, they stand out. For a but as a, as a sixteen-year-old, wow, that must have really drawn you closer to Jesus. You must have thought, "Whoa, I really hear from you, God. That's amazing."
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. Honestly, Steve, I think that I I knew that anyway from my time with God more than that experience.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the experience definitely builds your faith and it was a sense of like, hey, God, you're real. You can use young people. And even now, as I'm ta- when I talk to young people, I'm saying, hey, God can use you.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: he really can use you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I, I would ever go looking for, that kind of experience. Yes. But it's something that we should be ready for, right? Yeah. It actually is. I mean, C.S. Lewis in the Screwtape Letters, right. which is a great book on social warfare. Yeah, He says there's two equal and opposite errors which our race can fall into about the devil. One is to disbelieve in their existence. The other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. Yeah, They themselves yeah. are equally pleased with both errors. They hail a materialist or a magician with the same delight. Yeah, And it's true. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's something we should be going looking for, but it's something as Christians we should be ready for.
0: Yeah. And it's part, it's part of preaching the gospel, isn't it? it? It says, heal the sick, yeah. raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out demons. That's Matthew 10. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's how you, that's how you preach the gospel, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. Uh, I, I think what's remarkable as well is like when 16 year olds, or if there's teenagers in our churches, we really cannot judge how much time they're spending with the Lord. We don't know what they're doing. And you might just think, oh, they're just a kid. That kid could be like you were spending an hour a day in worship. Do you know what I mean? Like literally, you know, you know, any, anyone in our church, you know, who are we to judge their time with the Lord? But, you know, I think it's, it's important for us, whoever it is, whether they're young or old to actually invest in people and, and celebrate them and expect them to have a walk with the Lord and not just think, Oh, they're not on the platform, you know? And I think that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this show as well is just get normal everyday stories that are nothing to do with the stage or the platform in a Sunday service do you know what I mean because yeah. uh, you know that's only 90 minutes a week or two hours a week isn't it our, our church weekend experiences um, yeah it's, it's, it's the rest of the week isn't it that we, we spend with Jesus and um, yeah
1: it, sh- it should be an everyday thing shouldn't it for us
0: yeah and, yeah. I, and I think
1: some people they've they've, they've uh, limited supernatural experience to our church service yeah when actually the majority of supernatural experience is, should be taking place in your everyday life.
0: That's amazing, isn't it? And that's true. It should be taking place in our everyday life. We want the gift of discernment. We want to know what God's doing. And if you, you look at most of the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, people getting visited by angels, Mary in the New Testament, visited by angels. But even like Daniel, who was fasting and praying for the answer, the prince of, and, and power of Persia, the prince of Persia, who was this demonic entity, was stopping the revelation coming to him. And in the end, the angels Gabriel and Michael had to fight this, this demon to get through, and this evil spirit, this power and principality to get through. We might be asking God for answers and something's not happening. You might be like, God, I don't know what's going on here. You might need to discern who you need to pray against or what you need to pray into or maybe you need to worship it really reminds me of my friend chris who was a mma champion and a jiu-jitsu champion he'd been to brazil for the world cup and he'd been there a couple of times and um he told me about this time in his life he he rang me up i knew knew him like 15 years ago or something and he rang me up and he said oh man these i've had this crazy season he said, um, my wife keeps having miscarriages. Someone set my front door on fire. All these people owe me money and they won't pay me. And um, I, just, I, just, I was just like, God, what is going on? And so he prays to the Lord. And the Lord says to him, remember years ago you borrowed a book off Steve. And he said, I've got to go find this book. He just felt the Lord was saying, go find this book that he borrowed off me. He'd never read it. He borrowed this book. He said, oh, can I have this book? I said, yeah, have it. And he he never read it. And it was a Derek Prince book uh, called Blessing and Curses or something like that. And um, he went and found this book and he opens it up. He's skimming through it. And it starts saying, have you ever had a curse on your life where you keep getting ill? He's like, yeah, me and my wife keep getting ill. Or maybe you lose your babies. He's like, yeah. I, I have lost lost babies here. This is serious. And he's like, oh, like just trauma and accidents are just happening out of nowhere. He's like, yes, this is me. And the book, Derek Prince has said, listen, sometimes evil spirits attach to objects. Have you ever been abroad and bought a trinket or taken a trinket back or an idol back into your house? You know, he's talking about things like little Buddha statues and things like that. And in his heart, he just goes, oh wow I've just had revelation when I went to Brazil for the Jiu Jitsu World Cup I took back this little statue of this little foreign god and I put it on my mantelpiece it's like what am I doing so he ran and he got it and he really discerned like yes there's something wrong this thing has brought something into my house so I can't remember whether he brought it into his back garden and smashed it up with a hammer or whether he burnt it or whether he did both either way I remember him telling me he destroyed it he totally destroyed it and then he just broke his power in the name of Jesus and he and he prayed against this spirit's power over his household in the name of Jesus and within days really short time afterwards his wife became pregnant Went full time, term. Ended up giving birth to the baby within a few days. The people who owed him money, they all came and gave him um, the money back. He got insurance that wasn't going to happen for the the fact that his door had been set on, his front door had been set on fire, and all this stuff came back into alignment rapidly after getting rid of this trinket, this little curio, this little statue, this idol that he brought back from Brazil. And he had no idea because he had no revelation that evil spirits can possess little things. But it was the discerning of spirits and leaning into God and crying out to God. God had showed him that he brought this thing into his house and an evil spirit was operating in his house. But he broke it with the mighty name of Jesus. You might need to discern who you need to pray against or what you need to pray into or maybe you need to worship. But also the really exciting thing when God fills the room to just be able to discern His Spirit, even in your own quiet times, even in your own bedroom, even while you're driving the car or at work, to know what God's doing and to know what's the flesh, what's the devil, what can I bind up, what can I pray against. So that's my prayer for you today. Just a quick episode just to get yourself thinking like, Okay, do I need to discern what's really going on in my family, in my home, in my workplace, in my church? If so, you need to pray for the gift of discernment that the Holy Spirit will give you. Go and find someone, get them to pray with you, say lay hands on me, pray for me to receive the gift of discerning and distinguishing of spirits so that I can really get a full understanding of the spirit realm.